Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 136 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Derek Scott with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50-plus years, and there is still making it great. You can get their new Canadian club pizza with ham, chicken, bacon, ranch, and fresh tomatoes. Visit royalpizza.ca. Stop recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. It is time for our Oilers Now Prospect Report brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace, reface. A little bit different prospect report. Instead of isolating one player today, we're going to hook up with Bakersfield Condors head coach, playoff bound, Colin Chalk. Hi, Colin. How you doing? Doing well, Bob. How about yourself? Good. Are you in Canada right now? Yeah, we're in Canada yeah, and in uh, in Abbotsford. So ready for uh, ready for game one tomorrow night. How did you guys do against them during the course of the season? Um, we we played them. Uh, we played them four times. We lost in a shootout in game one. We lost uh, both. Uh, sorry, in overtime in game one. We lost two in Abbotsford here, and then uh, our, our our other home game against them. Uh, we had a three-one victory. So it was. Um, yeah, they, they were good battles. Yeah. Uh, you guys at Christmas time looked, Colin, like you might be in a little bit of trouble. And then you just ran the table. What, what did you, were you 18 2 and 2 in the final 22 at home? Yeah, we, we had quite a run at home. And, uh, and you know, really it started, uh, uh, you know, like you said, uh, just after Christmas there, January and February uh, on the road, we, um, you know, kind of the, the boys were calling themselves, calling ourselves road dogs here. And uh, we, we slowly climbed back, and that was a start. And then the home uh, the home stretch really, really helped solidify uh, the playoff spot. Well, you need goaltending to win because uh, I think in fairness, and we're not going to BS anybody here, the Oilers don't have a lot of depth in terms of uh, – uh, NHL prospects uh, on NHL deals, at least on defense. Not like a year ago. Like when you took over from Jay last year, uh, you know, you would have had Nima Line and you would have had Sam Rukov. I think Broberg might have been up with Edmonton at that time, but he spent time with you as well. They're all on the left side. And then you would have had uh, DeHarnay, Kesserling, and Camp on the right side. Six NHL contracted defensemen. And I think you have one of those guys left right now. So, you know, because Nemo's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, so, in order to bang off a run like that, a lot of things got to happen, but it starts in goal. Can you speak to what Calvin Pickard has brought to the team, and for that matter, Olivier Rodrigue as well? 
Yeah, I, I, you know, what was interesting is when uh, when we had the injuries and, uh, and 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 call-ups and that sort of stuff. Part of it was Calvin Picker went down, and and uh, you know, Ollie was probably arguably one of our best players in that time, but he just wasn't finding a way to make one more save, or wasn't finding a way, and as part of our team as well to uh, to handle that pressure, and just we didn't have the confidence. So he, but he was he was playing well. It was amazing that when Calvin Picker came back, how both of them. Uh, their they're similar on goals against, similar on uh, on save percentage, uh, and but just that confidence that uh, you have a number one guy, you have a proven guy, and I believe uh, Calvin's record at home is 15 and one. Uh, so he, you know, uh, we on that slide November and December, I think he, he missed 23 or 24 games, and um, you know he's definitely like like you said, it started back there with uh, with that swagger, with that confidence, and and he not to mention he's he's one of our leaders on our team as well. All right. Uh, I want to switch focus. Um, how long has Josh uh, Josh Green been away from the team from? He's been away since I believe it was January, uh, mid mid January. Uh, he uh, went home for personal reasons. Okay. Um, so was he running the power play? He was up until that point. Yes. Okay. So who took that over? I, I took it over when uh, uh, when Josh uh, went back home. Okay. Um, did you make substantial changes to it, do you think, Colin? Yeah, you know, in the beginning, no, right? Uh, but then, you know, since that point, we've had, you know, Lavoie has been on a, on a one-timer side. Uh, Carter Savoy's been on there. Uh, James Hamlin wasn't on there. Wasn't on there. He came in, uh, you know, obviously with uh, with Holloway uh, coming down. He's been somewhere to be in there. Noah Philp has been uh, a net front guy. Uh, Malone was on. Malone came off. Uh, uh, Borgo uh, Tulio as Tulio saw time on the first unit on a one-timer. He saw time on the second unit coming downhill uh borgo was uh, first united so yes we've had we've had to have all kinds of different uh different pieces camden uh, also helped as well um you know coming in uh, castle ring had a whole bunch of uh, even strength goals we finally put him on the power play when we did that edmonton made a move uh, to get better up top and uh, uh you know castle ring was part of that decision so uh, it, it's definitely been uh, been a juggling act but uh, it's definitely been a bright spot here as well for us oh, how are you guys done since the middle of January roughly off the top of your head uh, roughly we're around that 20% uh, mark we uh, we haven't been as good this last month but uh, we, we were we were low 20% there uh, uh, and um, but I mean uh, I, I think if we can be around that mark with that much juggling and I think that we're uh, it's something that uh, is a bright spot I wouldn't say it was not it's not Edmonton Oiler <laughs> uh, Glenn Gullickson level but uh, it's definitely been an area to, to carry some momentum for us you get Dylan Holloway back uh, and I've, I'm hearing reports that it's been a little up and down at times obviously look He's going to be on the Oilers next season. We both know that. He might even be on the Oilers still this season at some point, uh, depending on what happens. Uh, how would you assess what you've seen here in the 10 games he's played for you? Well, the first game he came down, he was he was he was amazing. Uh, fortunately, uh, he had an upper body injury and then out for a month and came back. And then now, in the beginning, he, I feel he was trying to do a little bit too much. But Dylan, I have a great relationship with him, and just try to talk him through and say, you know, listen, these are some areas where you want to be offensive. These are some areas, so just kind of bring him and uh, recenter him. And uh, he, he he's been, uh, I would say, he's been solid, really solid as of late. He's, he's penalty killing. He's playing the power play. He's playing in all situations. He's, you know. 
know, he's 18 to 20 minutes a night, and, uh, you know, he's an impact player for us in all scenarios. And uh, like, like you said, uh, you know, we believe he's going to be, be an oiler soon. Don't know when and, and uh, uh, for a long time as well. Who's the bigger surprise for you, Raphael Lavoie or Noah Phillip in terms of, you know, what they gave you in the final 55 games of the season? Oh, jeez. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I, I would have to say bigger surprise. I would say Noah Phillip because I, I didn't I didn't really know him, right? You come in, you see him in, in, in camp and, and ticked in and all those sorts of stuff. And you see him last year at the snapshot. He comes in and plays decent for us and, and down the stretch in a handful of games he got in, a couple of games, but didn't really know a lot about him. Uh, Raph, I, I worked with him personally on uh, skills, being in the an assistant coach, you know, video sessions every day, all that kind of stuff. And it was like, you saw Raph had the pieces, you just weren't sure if the light switch or if he was going to be able to connect the dots. So, you know, uh, proven score, you know, finishing shot, all that kind of stuff. But I think, uh, you know, Noah, uh, we were in Abbotsford in November and uh, it was a time that was a bit of a tough time for him at the end of the, at the end of the month. And really since then, we've, we've, we've put him at center and he's basically played, played center, uh, you know, a few glimpses here and there on, on on right wing if we want to have two two centermen out there in different scenarios of the draw but only the right shot uh centerman that we have he's been, a, been in an extremely bright spot and and a real big surprise as well has he played his way into your top six you know, I, I would say he's playing top six minutes, and and some, you know, some nights those 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 minutes vary a little bit, but he's playing power play. He he'll be out there for a uh, uh, he'll be out there for a six on five draw or late late draw if it's in the right side. Uh, he score he, we, we've scored various goals uh, where he's won face offs back, or at times where Raf was on his line, uh, Lebois, and they they've had some uh, uh, some momentum swings, so. I would say that he is 100% playing top nine minutes. At times, he's top six minutes. He's getting lots. He's getting lots and lots of minutes in the high teens, and he's a real, real big part of our team. Yeah, it's interesting because I think he finished top 12 in even strength goals amongst rookies. He had 16 even strength goals this year. Some there, and uh, and a right shot. And like Lavoie, you know, Lavoie's six four, and Noah's six six three. Noah's not a timid player, and. Uh, I can, you know, and now you just, I, I like bigger guys. You know that, right? Like, you, you know, hey, yep. I love the story of James Hamlin. And he had a wonderful year last year. Got a couple, did a good job in the face-off circle up in Edmonton. But I, I don't think he was quite as productive as maybe he was last season. Sometimes that happens. Uh, you coach yep. him. What's he been like? Yeah, he, uh, you know, you're, you're, you hit the nail on the head. Like, he, you know, James is someone, he just, he's in the right spots. He, uh, he's he got a good stick. Uh, you know, he's not he's not the biggest, not the most physical, but he's got a big heart, right? But at, uh, uh, he had, uh, you know, I think it was uh, uh, 19 or 20 even strength goals last year. Didn't see limited power play time. And uh, this year, got a call to Edmonton. I felt like he couldn't get, he couldn't build momentum. He couldn't get into uh, any kind of flow or any kind of routine. Uh, and it was, uh, you know, for whatever reason, maybe it's, you know, the first call at NHL and you're up and then you come back down. And, you know, those are some conversations I had with him is, you know, a disappointment and the mental block and all that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, he just got back to doing what James does. And it's just being being a smart, uh, safe player that uh, uh, builds his offense from doing the right thing. And, and he, he, he has really helped uh, uh, the, uh, the, the blue power play unit as well. So, uh, 
as a bumper role there and a man in the middle. So, um, you know, but di- different from Noah, right? Like, you know, Noah had a couple fights this year and he, like, you know, he, uh, he did really, really well. Um, you know, Raph, more of a power forward. So, you know, I think he, I think it's, uh, it's nice to have uh, different combinations of all those, of all those players. I think a full team of James Hamlin or, or a full team of Noah Philp wouldn't complement each other. So I think they're good complementary pieces. Yeah, I, uh, I look at a guy like Philp and I wonder, you know, can he become a bit like, or sorry, I look at uh, Hamlin, I wonder if can he be a bit like Colin Blackwell? You know, can he be a guy that works his way into becoming an NHL player? And at that size, he's going to have to, for me, he's going to have to get a little bit thicker and stronger on pucks. And in Noah's okay. case, I think he's just, you know, constant quickness and maybe moving, the, you know, just... He's got a good shot. He's got size, which you, you need, right? And the orders need cheap. Uh, absolutely. Like I, I, I hate to say this, it's not an insult. The reality is, when you got top end talent like Edmonton, you're going to need inexpensive support players. So there's going to be opportunities. Uh, yeah. In you 30- think about James Hamlin and Phil too, right? They're not, you know, you, you didn't waste a draft pick on them. So great, great job on uh, yes. scouting staff and 100%. management, right? So. Hundred yeah. percent. Final one for you. Uh, in 30 seconds or less, keys to success for Bakersfield in Abbotsford. Okay, uh, they're a real good breakout team, so we got to make sure we're on the forecheck. No, number two's got to make sure we start we start OZP. Uh, their possession team rush, our track, our gap, and our squeeze needs to be needs to be sharp. And we got to bring we got to bring physicality. We got to be condors. We got to know who we are, and that's ice behind forward mindset. And we got to play a hard game. Awesome stuff, Colin. Best of luck uh, in the series. Awesome. Thanks, Bob. Have a great day. You bet that's Colin Chalk. He's the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. It's 148 in Edmonton. And we will wrap up Oilers Now with this day in Oilers history. And it's a pretty substantive day. This is Oilers Now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 151 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with Derek Scott, who's been stuck working with me over the last three shows. Derek, I enjoy like, it, Bob. Don't do, worry. Do you like getting those emails with the script at 11 o'clock the night before? <laughs> I do. Four in the morning, like you did today? Absolutely. Yeah, well, uh, there you go. Uh, the uh, Ford uh, tailgate party and fan park at Ice District opens tomorrow at 6 p.m. It features Brett. Kissel, a Brett Kissel concert. Admission is free and everybody's welcome to enjoy the festivities. It is licensed for adult beverages. I might have a couple of those today, actually. Uh, and will feature food and drink specials, backyard games. Uh, the game uh, was sound on a giant outdoor screen. And Oilers alumnus Luke Gastic is there. He's on tonight uh, with Reed Wilkins as well, inside sports. So there you have it. Uh, what do we got shaken on Oilers now tomorrow? Well, we'll tell you that. Uh, We'll have an extended show. It's going to go from noon until 3. Uh, we'll have a complete preview of game number 2. Regular Wednesday contributor to the show for Aquarian Renovations, Mark Spector, courtesy of our friends at Wow Factor Desserts. 
They wanted Brian Lawton on the show for the playoffs. So we got Brian Lawton, former NHL GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the man that drafted Stephen Stamkos and Victor Edmund, insisted the Lightning take Edmund, uh, started Octagon's player agency. Brian Lawton will join us. David Staples from the Call to Hockey. We'll have Oilers Hall of Famer Kevin Lowe on the show. We're going to talk about chapters in a book. We'll have a little bit of perspective uh, from the L.A. Kings. All right, to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, serving travelers since 1979. Of course, we got our Oilers playoff roadie. You can visit newwesttravel.com. It's uh, limited seats at this stage, but uh, you still might be able to get in there. April 18, 2015, a monumental moment and a lucky break for the Oilers. Lucky Bill Smith with the lucky uh, Bill Scott. Lucky uh, Bill Scott with Bill Smith former mayor, uh, former Edmonton Eskimo back in the day, lucky, uh, God rest his soul, lucky Bill Scott uh, was the man there. And the Edmonton Oilers won the Connor McDavid lottery. I did an event with NHL, uh, the deputy commissioner at the time. Yeah, you know who the NHL deputy commissioner is. Uh, anyhow, it was at a, at a, at a mac and cheese dinner for Bruce Saville, and I joked with him, look, aren't you the guy that actually awards... Uh, Bill Daly is the deputy commissioner. Aren't you the guy that awards, uh, you know, has the golden ticket for... There's this kid named McDavid that's going to be really good. That was like in March. And then the orders ended up putting the lottery. It was a great moment. For the, and you know what? As it turned out, he turned out to be better than people thought. He's the most advanced player that ever left. No question about it. All right. Uh, on this date back, April 18, 2015. Reed Wilkins says Kelly Rudy and Luke Gazdick tonight on Inside Sports from 6 to 8 again. We're on 12 to 3 tomorrow. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge. And then it's Chelsea on Chad with Chelsea Bird from 3 to 6. Back at you tomorrow, live from Rogers Place at noon.